Welcome to another episode of War Stories. I'm Tom. And I'm Chuck. How are you feeling? I'm all right. <laughs> I know it was a little more extensive than you expected, but you also have to have more done, huh? Yeah, I have to have another surgery. Uh, came out of surgery, asked the doctor. For those of you listening, I had a back surgery like uh, close to two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, want a walker, back brace. Don't wear the back brace unless I go out in a car or something, you know. Um, but came out of surgery. Doctors like, um, I asked him like, Hey man, so how, how, how messed up was my back? And he goes, Oh, it's messed up. And I went, that's cool. Uh, so do I need another surgery? He's like, yep. You need a fusion front and rear. He goes, and you need to lose some weight, big boy. And I was like, that's cool. You know? Yeah. Exactly thanks. What I want to hear when I come out of <laughs> fucking surgery, but, uh, yeah. So I have to have another surgery. So you got that going for you, which is nice. Yeah, and I had some weird conversations with people. Uh, yeah, while coming out of, we'll the, get into that. The funny, <laughs> funny sauce, but yeah, <laughs> dude, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, exactly. and more to come on locker room. But yeah, that's yeah. just I'm I'm doing better. I'm not on the drugs really, unless it's at night. I take a you know some, some drugs at night and a muscle relaxer at night. And then um, last night was the first night I was able to sleep on my side, but I didn't sleep at all because my back hurt. Uh, well, yeah, that that that'll do it. But I, I was tired of sleeping like a fucking vampire. <laughs> right. With yeah. your hands, arms across your chest, straight back. Yes. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hold a pillow. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you get like, you get like the body pillow, like for pregnant women. <laughs> yeah. So I have, like, I have like 70 days sober. And this was like the first, like, once I stopped taking the dope every fucking day, like multiple amounts of, of medication. Right. And I'm sitting there at night and like trying to go to sleep. I'm like, this is the first time I've been like, wow, I could really use a drink right now. And not to get drunk, just to sleep. <laughs> no, just right to take the edge off. So. Just to sleep. Well, this week we we uh, we've asked for correctional officers, um, and we've had a couple uh, show up. We have a former correctional officer this week, um, but uh, what's cool is that their new job is something that I'm kind of curious about, and it's it's law enforcement adjacent. Mm-hmm. I guess would be the best way to say it. It's still in law enforcement ish. Um, but uh, it's probably a better, much better gig than working in the prison system. Say hello to Will. How are you, Will? Good. How's it going, guys? Oh, you know, we're we're just uh, living the dream with our eyes open, as uh, our nurse friend Aaron likes to say. Right on. So <laughs> you um, you were a correction officer, and that's initially why you contacted us. Correct. And uh, tell us a little bit about um, your history of corrections first and like how long you did that. Um, so I did three and a half, four years across two different states. Um, the, the second state was very short lived. One of those, the grass looked a lot greener on that side until I actually got there. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they offered a lot more money and uh, that should have been the first red flag. You know what they say Let's when the grass is greener on the other side of the fence, you still you need to start watering your fucking lawn. Unless you live in California and the grass is definitely greener pull the in grass a different fucking state. And, right. You have to pull the grass up and put down rock <laughs> and cactus. So, so you now you were in a were you in a county system, state system, federal system? State. 
It was a state. Uh, both of them were actually state facilities. Okay. And uh, were they, what, what kind of facilities? Were they supermax? Were they death row facilities? So our fir- the first facility and the main one, the one that I spent the most time at, had maximum security, minimum security, and a medium security, but they were all in different units spread out throughout the town. Um, since they have become a, the maximum side of it at least has become the supermax for the state, which... Basically, all they did was add another segregation unit. So, like, a, like, is it like a shoe? Yeah. Uh, so, our seg is uh, 23 hours a day lockdown. Um, we do have to pull them out for showers, but I mean, we pull them to the back to a shower stall. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, ad seg, shoe, segregation, like these are all names for like lockdown Hannibal Lecter type stuff. Like, like you, you get. 23 hours a day in your cell, one hour a day of walking around a little yard. Yep. So paradise. So if you hear ad seg or you hear shoe or you hear something like that, then that's what we're talking about. So you're, they added another unit and that was the, that was the ad seg. Well, so they actually just took away one of the other general pop units and turned it into a segregation unit. Oh, real quick. Let me pause you. Did you hear a crack come through the mic? I, heard, I didn't know. I thought I heard you say fuck. Yeah, dude, my jaw just popped so hard and I never <laughs> had my jaw pop before. I'm sorry. Continue. That scared yeah. the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, you're, good. <laughs> you're good. It does sound, I've had it happen. It does sound louder in your head than it does to everybody else. Um, popped through my ear. Yeah. Anyways. Well, listeners, if you're listening to this and you heard hashtag Chuck's jaw pop, <laughs> you heard it so bad. I know it's, dude, it's a terrible feeling. So did they remodel it or did they just say, okay, it's an ad seg unit now? They, they basically said, okay, it's an ad seg unit now. And well, the funny part is that's awesome. Originally there was only one cell house that was segregation in that entire facility. So the seg yard was attached to the back end of that. When they added more segregation without building anything, you now had to walk to get those inmates in the new unit to yard, you had to walk out of that cell house in through another seg cell house into the back through to their yard. So you had to like so, parade them. Yeah. hundred percent. That's awesome. I, I, leave it to the government to, to think of awesome ideas like that. Oh, and yeah. so that was your first, that was your first uh, facility. Yeah. The first, well, technically first and third, I guess. Cause I went back there after going to another state. But same facility, yeah. Oh, so you you left because the grass was greener. The grass was not greener. You went back. <laughs> yeah. So when I started at uh, the first facility, I was I, I started out for thirteen dollars and twenty five cents an hour. No. Uh. Wow, uh, yeah. That's that shit. That's nothing. Yeah. It was. I mean, you know, I was a lot younger and a lot dumber, and uh, they said, you know, you can you can fight, you can spray people, and you're going to have a lot of fun with uh, OC and all these chemicals and it's going to be a great time. And so they, yeah, they sounded okay. They baited you with a Donnybrook. They're like, well, you can get into yeah, fights and, and, and that's a perk of the job. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is a perk of the job, right? I mean, yeah, well, you should I mean, see the looks I get nowadays when I tell people I used to get paid to, to get into fights and I miss it. And they're like, what? And I'm like, oh yeah, I can't say that at normal oh, jobs. <laughs> 
Now they, uh, so we actually had a test that you had to pass to get in. It was called, uh, well, we called it the breathing test. If you were breathing, you could pass the test. The okay. booklets all had the answers written in them. Like um, on purpose or people over the years had just done it and they didn't erase it. If you ask them, they would say that people had done it and they didn't erase it. I'm going to say it was probably because we were short, so short staffed that they were willing to put anyone in the uniform without a felon. That's frightening. Jeez. Funny you know, story that uh, they actually hired a guy with a felony. What? How, how does that happen? So he put on his application that he had uh, worked at a prison in California, made through the process, got through like in training, and it finally came back in his background that he was actually incarcerated in California. Oh wow! So, so he did got, he lie on the application, or did they miss? Did did they misunderstand what he put? No, no, he lied on the application. Oh, okay. <laughs> like he was like, Yeah, I was at, you know, Chino Correctional. I was at Pelican Bay. I was at San Quentin. <laughs> yeah, but he never specified that he was an inmate and not a guard. And they right, just right. you know what's crazy is like I see a lot of places. Sorry. I'm sorry, I see I see a lot of places that are, you know, hurting for bodies. Maybe no one wants to apply, maybe the wages are low, or they just have a shitty management structure and hate their employees or whatever it may be. And then they're like, wow, I don't know why we can't get anybody, uh, you know, through our application process. Why doesn't anybody want to, to, to apply, you know, like decent candidates. And then they're like, screw it. We need to have put more people out on the streets. We need to put more people, you know, um, to, to, to combat attrition. Right. And so they lower the standards Right. And then now they're letting people, you know, they're not finishing backgrounds, they're not doing complete background checks and people start sliding through case in point that shit or, or, or you hire a fucking gangster, which has happened before. Or you have uh, LAPD, Rafael Perez, Rafael Perez, you know, David Mack. It's going to happen again. I guarantee yep. you it will happen again. History repeats itself. Shit like this constantly happens because lower the standards and that's what up. you get. Exactly. And it kind of sounds like that's what kind of happened here. Yeah. I mean, our standards were pretty low to begin with. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we had some, some very interesting people. I mean, I can't really say much with our shifts, people that I worked with on a day in and day out basis. I couldn't ask for better guys, Right. but we, we were all pretty tight knit. We had each other's backs and if somebody didn't have everyone else's back, they were weeded out pretty quickly. Um, not saying that we did anything to get rid of them. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah. That's the thing. Once they get in, it's like a tick. It like it's impossible to get out. <laughs> right. Like that I will say that about civil service jobs. Like civil service jobs are really great job security, but at the same time, getting rid of somebody that's a piece of shit can sometimes be a pain in the ass. And that's why that's why it's so sad when you see good cops good firefighters you know good marines good soldiers when you see these people drummed out for bullshit and then you know that there's pieces of shit that are just getting promoted left and right it, it really is disheartening and i'm sure it's the same in corrections like some guy yeah. you know just happens to be the nephew of the uncle of the warden you know so our our promotion system 
And I'm, I'm sure it's still the same way, but it definitely was when I was there. It was based on seniority for your first promotion. So if you Wait, decided to just based on seniority. Yeah. So it was a point system. And if you decided to apply for the next step up, whoever scored the highest, you know, if they had five spots open, the five highest scores went. Well, if you had more than three years of seniority, your first promotion, you got so many points for that, that you couldn't be beat out. You maxed out the scale just on seniority. What in the name of Buford T. Justice is that? Yeah, I've seen some really uh, some shit bags get. What's promoted. the what's the what's the position you get if you get promoted? Like, uh, what's that? Sergeant? Yeah. So not sergeant. even like lead CO or anything like straight sergeant so three stripes. No. So wow. for us, sergeant is basically lead CO. Uh, sergeant is the second step in ours. Uh, what? What most people would call a sergeant, we called a master sergeant. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so sergeant, sergeant means you you can throw your weight around and act like a jackass and get away with it. So you worked in two different facilities. One of them you said had a fake shoe that they just, you know, made you know ad hoc out of an old facility. Um and the the other one did they have was it a legit facility <laughs> so no and i got lured into this one because they said you know oh yeah you'll make 20 bucks an hour and i was making 13 i was like that sounds great well i get there and their segregation is four cells at the bottom of the hill which you can't send anyone to it's just for people getting ready to transfer um, everything was open dorm. It was a low level facility, but I had, uh, and I mean, I've had some instance there. That was, that was the place that almost made me want to get out of corrections completely originally because there, I mean, nobody there had your back. They would all throw you under the bus from your fellow officers all the way up. Wow. It I mean, was, that's all, too, it, unfortunately, that's a story we hear all too often. Mm-hmm. Well, I had uh, a particular story there where I, I mean, I was probably two weeks out of their training. I was in Chow Hall and I had an inmate. So the way they had it was set up was that their tables, every seat at the table had to be full before you could start sitting at the next table. Had okay. So it was like, make, move down, move down, move down, move down. This table's full. You can start the next one. Yeah, just okay. to prevent people from trying to click up. Sure, I mean, okay, I, I get that. All right. Yeah. Um, so this dude skipped, and I, I just said, hey, go back to this seat. You know, wasn't trying to be a dick about it, wasn't trying to start anything, but he goes, no, I'm not doing it. And I had just come from a facility where if, if someone says no, refusing an order, you get ready to go hands-on because chances are that's what they're going for. Right. So, I mean, I got, I, I kind of bucked up and said, you know, you're going to go to the seat or you're going to leave here in cuffs. And uh, a sergeant, which there, a sergeant is a real sergeant, came over and said, man, you can't be that way here. I said, he I said that I to can't you? Make it follow the rules? Yes. I said, I can't make it follow the rules. He goes, yeah, no, we don't, we don't do that here. Because I had my spray in my hand. I was ready to go. Like, like I said, I was ready to go hands-on. I mean, that's how I, for the last year or before that, that's how I'd handled every situation like that. 
And uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, you can't do that. And it became this big deal where I wrote him up because that was all I could really do. Um, um, and the inmate. The inmate, yes. You wrote him up. Yep. Ooh, that'll teach yeah. him. Yeah, right. <laughs> so his punishment for his write up was he had to write me a letter of apology, which I still have somewhere because it is the funniest thing I've ever read in my life. I'm not going to lie, that's still stupid. Oh, Wait a minute, it's though. Dumb. Like, if that actually happened to me, though, I think I would frame it too. Like, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I would frame it, but it's dumb as shit. Like, that policy is so stupid. This is how you get full scale riots and takeovers and disrespect and so much dopes coming in. Cause, like, the, oh, no, that dude needed his shit pushed in. Like, oh, he needs to get, like, he, he needs the, the stern, you know, hey, buddy, that shit's not going to fucking fly. If my son talks to me that way, hey, man, move it. No, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to smack the shit out of you. Cool. Well, I mean, he was a he was a fresh nineteen year old kid. He'd never been locked up before. He's gonna keep on that attitude, though. Where he was a big badass. Well, that's all cool. You can be a Billy badass all you want, but I'm I'm still gonna you know show you how to follow the rules, son. Right. And, and right. Admittedly, well, you don't have to kick his ass just because he's refusing to For move sure. seats, but you do need to make him comply. And if he wants to throw hands because he won't comply then he gets what he asked for absolutely right. um what's actually kind of funny about that situation is uh, uh three or four days after his letter of apology got to me i kind of laughed about it and, uh, he showed up because i was working his unit that night he showed up and his face was all bruised up mm-hmm. and i was like man that's kind of weird so i asked him and he wouldn't say anything and uh found out through the grapevine that basically one of the uh people a little higher up in his clique found out T- that he had tuned him suspected. up yeah and they, they tuned him up so and, uh you you listen to the show right absolutely yeah when matt went to prison that was his job that was right, his job right. in prison was yeah, he was I, the guy that would go tune yeah. him up so that's good <laughs> that freaking inmates are handling their business yeah i mean that's the thing is like man you get I'm not saying be friends with them by any means, but like if you're respectful with those guys, for the most part, the ones that have been there, the ones that actually know something, the ones that actually matter, they're going to be at least respectful to you. Right. I mean, they're, they're going to, they, they kill you if they get the chance. Sure. But right. for the most part, well, that's why you don't give them the chance. Hopefully. Absolutely. So what's the craziest, let's, let's start here. What is, cause I'm always fascinated by the kind of goofy ass shit. The first time I was when I was working the job and uh, uh, one of the correctional officers at the jail told me that the women had made had collected a bunch of Jolly Ranchers and made an improvised dildo out of Jolly Ranchers. That that was the moment that was the moment my eyes truly opened. I'm like, okay, so in jail, anything is possible. Literally anything is possible. Right. I mean, I saw I saw I I saw someone hand an inmate a pen because he knew the inmate had dope up his ass and said, you go get it and bring it to me or I'm going to charge you with it and gave the guy a (laughs) pen to go into a private area to dig the dope out of his own asshole. Like it's a whole other world. And I've had people like try to keister that shit into jail coming in. I never worked in the jails, but I've had people keister that shit and I've caught it. 
I'm like, yeah. hey man, what's that? And they're like, nothing. I'm like, nothing. You have a tampon shoved up your asshole? Because it looks like a tampon, like a little black yeah. tampon. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck is that? He's like, nothing. I was like, no, bitch, you, you got something mm-hmm. up there. And I was like, yeah. you, you, you're gonna fucking get it for me, or we're gonna get a fucking warrant and we're gonna go in there and we're gonna get it. Yeah. So one of two ways to call your prison wallet for nothing. Right. And uh, I remember he pulls it out and tries to slam it onto the ground to get it to burst everywhere because of the crystal. And it fucking hit like a beanbag and just went to the corner. And I was like, ooh, that's a lot. I'll be like, guess what, motherfucker? We'll dust buster it and weigh it. Like, dude, it never broke. (laughs) It just hit. Oh, he had it. He had it so well uh, packaged that it just did not. Um, the reason why it looked like a bloody tampon is it was one of those, you know, those little, uh, you get it like the takeout restaurants with the smiley face on it, but it has like the red logos and shit on it. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. takeout bag. I said, thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. Right. So anyways, so he ripped so he it knew off. How to, he, yeah. He knew he how to tie that shit up. Yeah. Right. And it was, it was one of those bags, but it had the little red thing for the, uh, thank you very much portion on it. And, uh, it was all the way up his asshole. And it was like, a good two inches up there. Oh. It was a big one. It was a lot of it was a lot of rock. So yeah. you what that's what I say. So knowing that anything goes at jail or at prison is why I get fascinated. And so I want to start with the craziest, like most when you go, when you tell people people say, What's the most messed up, craziest, fucked up thing that you ever saw? Maybe you weren't even involved in it, you just saw it, but what was it? Because jail's a whole other world, my boys and girls. Like, I'll tell you what. Like, so uh, there was one of one of our cell houses had five man cells, and my first overnight shift, the first time I stayed over for uh, double time, was walking, and I had never seen a PREA case in person. I mean, PREA Prison Rape Elimination Act. So, inmates right. boning. Sure. I had never seen anything happen like that in, in person. And I turned the corner and uh, one dude on his knees sucking off the other dude. So, you know, I make the call. We got Priya incident, blah, blah, blah. Response team comes. Captain gets to the cell and goes, okay, you can stop or we're going to spray you. Wait a minute. They were still doing it even though you were standing there oh, calling yeah. it in? Yeah, they, they didn't care. They, they okay. didn't stop. So Captain's standing there with his Mark 9. So big can of spray. Yeah, like the bear spray. Right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he goes, you know, stop or we're going to spray you. And our policy says you can only spray in the target area, which is the T-zone of the face. Well, one well, T-zone's on the wing. One T-zone is, you know, <laughs> right. in the danger which zone. You <laughs> see where this is going. Yeah. The weenie. So, uh, so he, and you can track, like if you start spraying at the waist and you track up to the T-zone, you're all good. So he sprays inmate on his knees first, square in the face. Yeah. And then tracks that Mark nine all the way up to the other dude's face. He turned the Oscar Mayer into a Louisiana hot link. <laughs> yeah, it's going to hurt. What's bad is the, the, the guys had three other cellmates that were just sitting there trying not to die. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. So. There are so were they three hot? other people in oh, yeah. the cell. They're getting the show. Who are doing what? Just laying Watching. in bed. Laying in bed. Just like, laying in bed. Like cucking in the corner. Turn towards the wall. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're just trying to pretend that there isn't a blowjob going on. Like look yeah. at the paint. 
This is a beautiful shade of gray. Fuck. Now, now was that you wonder why prison fucks fucks people's brains up? Like, (laughs) like this is why prison fucks people's brains up. It's not. It's not the isolation. It's the unrequested blowjob shows. (laughs) Now, was this were they hot to trot for each other, or like was this like, hey, you're my bitch, you're sucking me off, or were they just too gay dudes? Did he pay for it with cigarettes? I don't really know. Uh, you um, didn't. You didn't do the Priya interview afterwards. Why don't you let him do it? No. Well, if they're just doing it to do it, fuck it, whatever, dude. I mean, well, there, there's no such thing as consent in prison. So technically, it's rape either way. That's weird. <sighs> See, that's kind of bullshit. <laughs> kind of weird. That's kind of weird. You all grown men. I mean, we all grown men. Uh, fuck it. If you, that's like saying there's no such thing as consent in the Navy. You know, like. God. At least go right. to a corner though. Like wait like said, until you're just, not to group group of five fucking people. Okay. Hey, so this is a perfect time. We that's my me. biggest no, thing like, would be like shower. Like, like, hey, y'all are just being rude. Right? Like, <laughs> right. like, like I'm you not gonna talk else. about like just just you know, take it behind closed doors. There's something, you know, get right. under the covers. Right. At least so, so for that state, it's just a policy thing that got it. It means technically can't give consent. Um, it's, hmm. it's wow. weird. It is weird. Well, it's not like a real rape charge, though, you know, right? Right, right. Because it couldn't stand up. It's, a, it's, a, it's an administrative all. charge, right? It's it's a right. prison charge as opposed to an actual new criminal charge. Right. Well, no, it actually can be a new criminal charge, I believe. I if it's like check that for sure, like forcible I mean. sodomy, kind of. If it's right. like, but non-consensual. Yeah. Like if it's consensual, it's an administrative charge. I would imagine, right? I think so. Dude, it's like, no, that you raped me, that's a felony. Right. Big like, time. if we're like, talking no, about like American Me or American History X, like, like that's a new charge. Me. Like, yeah. Right. Well, the thing is, then you got to divide out because I mean, there's guys that'll come up all the time and say, hey, I got raped. Well, then you got to do the whole protocol and send them down to medical to get a rape kit, which. Rape yeah, kit always like... sounds like it's it's the opposite. Like, it's like it sounds. <laughs> It sounds like you're. It's like like the rape kit is like what Ted Bundy carried in the back of his Volkswagen, right? right? Like, right. <laughs> it's such a terrible name for that. It's, they they call it SART kits now. Yeah, SART sexual assault oh, okay. response team. Yeah. Anyway, well, so, go ahead. So we actually, I actually had a guy one time come up and say that he got raped, and as we're starting to fill out the report and talk to him, and we said, okay, we're gonna send you down for a rape kit, and he said, well, there's no need to do that because. They won't find any evidence. And he was like, all right, so are you making this shit up? He goes, oh, no, all the evidence is in my stomach. Ooh, nice. straight up, straight nice. faced. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. Oh, well, man, he fucking gutted it, too. Keep it classy, yeah, San Diego. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They, well, uh, so, so the guy who got pepper sprayed, what happened after he got pepper sprayed? Like, like how, I, I, we didn't get to the end. So he got pepper sprayed, oh, yeah, worked his way up. What happened? Uh, we went in with a team. Cuffed him up, took him to seg, hosed him down, did the whole decon, and then put him in cells on opposite sides of the opposite runs. I'm going to say that hmm. I know from experience that I don't like pepper spraying handcuffed suspects, period. I don't like going after people that have been pepper sprayed. I only use pepper spray on dogs. Yes. I can only imagine what it is like to then go in and handcuff a naked man who's penis is on fire (laughs) (laughs) 
and then you know put him into custody. I, I would rather I'd rather handcuff somebody that's been sprayed. Because I mean, in there, man, we dealt with spray enough that you get not that not that it doesn't suck. You just build up somewhat of a tolerance. Um, Interesting. But I would I would much rather take the guy covered in OC than the guy covered in his own shit. Well, that okay. I mean, if you're giving me a choice, <laughs> yeah, you, I, I didn't know it was an spray. A or B. Co- <laughs> like, like I, I will choose option C where I don't have to do any of that, which is why. When somebody said, hey, why don't you go work for L.A. Sheriff? I said, no, 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 I don't want to work in the jail, period. End of story. No, dude. Even walking in there, like after they do a sale extraction or spray someone just in this confined closed spaces, there's no doors or windows or sally ports and fucking thick ass glass. Mm-hmm. There terrible. is no ventilation. Nope. So it lingers around for hours. And yeah, I don't like pepper spray. And I've sprayed a lot of dogs like a good amount. And, and I've sprayed one dog in a closed confined space. Yep. And then my supervisor made me sit there forever until detectives and the warrants came back so i got to sit there and suffer for like eight hours and yeah. we were able to open up windows and air that bitch out so it, it was a lot you can't do that in no prison or jail. no and you walk in they're like oh they did it just fyi they did a cell extraction like four hours ago three hours ago it's kind of lingering you walk in you're like oh dude i yeah, can't kind breathe. of lingering and for a guy with a gag reflex like chuck this is no bueno for him no and i i'm allergic to it too like i get yeah. bad reactions with that shit so what about so that was the like the most shocking like what WTF moment? Yeah. What about what? I'm sure it's gotten pretty violent though, right? Um, yeah, we've had some very violent stuff. I mean, riots. I've I've dealt with two. I call it one and a half riots. One that was kind of a fake riot. Um, those weren't. Is that like honestly, when there wasn't enough Jello pudding and they threw their meal on the floor? Yeah, or what? pretty much. Okay. Yeah, tantrum. Just, it was a tantrum. Yeah. It was a prison tantrum. Yeah. Yeah, they went on lockdown and they set the place on fire for a week. Great. That um, was a tantrum. Wait, that wasn't the riot. Oh, that was the response for the tantrum. Oh. So we, put the, we put the facility on lockdown, and because they couldn't leave their cells, they got angry and they like toilet paper rolls on fire and throw them into piles of trash. Yeah, everybody's seen those movies, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> fun. So you got to be a firefighter and corrections officer all in one day, and and a food service guy. Got to You're right. All Right, because you because that's the thing when they're locked down, you have to take them their food. Oh yeah, right. You become a freaking uh, flight attendant, right? And pick up their trays, which they throw out in the run. Hmm. I mean, they throw it out in the run so they can throw other stuff at you. Uh, so real quick, (laughs) did you guys hear about the new? Um, because this this directly applies to what we're talking about. Illinois is in the middle of passing the Safe T Act. Safe dash T act, which people are nicknaming the purge law. Is this the same thing that, that, that takes felony crimes and makes them misdemeanors, takes violent crimes, makes them nonviolent crimes, uh-uh. make dope, dope crimes. It eliminates cash bail. Oh, you know, no, there's more to it than that. There's more yeah. to it. Than so that. it eliminates cash bail. There is no need to post cash bail for second degree murder. What the fuck, dude? What? Hey, it's Prop 47 on steroids. So yes. it's Prop 47, 57, Correct. and uh, the no cash bail. No uh, cash bail. Prop, all in one. So in Illinois is again, I read, I've been reading on it because mm-hmm. our state had got hit with 47, 57, which has been all out fucking um, warfare disaster. ever since 2014. Yeah. Right. And it's just been escalating. Dude, they're about to get hit with all yeah. of that shit all in one year. It's about to be the wild, wild west. So that's why that's why they're calling it the purge law, because oh, dude, like get so fucking dangerous. you're going to go, oh, you're going to get arrested out. for you're going to get arrested for freaking 
homicide and they have well, 48, 48 hours to prove that you don't deserve to be released until trial. 48 hours, bro. Oh, fuck. It's about to be a bit violent. And Ooh. if they start releasing fucking uh, gangsters that are from nonviolent to uh, yeah. uh, from violent crimes to nonviolent crimes and their shit gets recategorized, they're about to have a lot of OGs back out on the streets and shot mm-hmm. cars back out on the streets. Yep. And your shit's going to get hot real quick. Yeah. So, so we'll talk about that on up. the locker room. But I, I thought you guys would find that interesting knowing Lord. that you worked in a That's, facility. Yeah. And- yeah I'm, I'm going to have to go read up on that. Yeah. So, wow. so violence as far as like the riot you you had that what was the original riot reason for uh, honestly i don't remember um the the half riot i believe was over quality of food oh, oh my god, god. um <laughs> which i'm not gonna lie it sounds like a high school walkout I've, I've definitely eaten some of that uh prison food because you know sometimes you work doubles and it's all you got a chance to eat it's not the greatest, but it's edible. Probably better it's than a cafeteria. Kids it's like high school, right? Like, right. like it's a little I, worse than that. <laughs> it's 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 a step below hospital food. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, how about like how about like because people get you know you get suicides, you get homicides. D- did you get a lot of those, or were you guys pretty well? regulated no we had we had quite a few suicides we only had or suicide attempts i should say uh while i was there we had two successful um our record for for getting there in time for inmate hangings was pretty good um homicides i think we only had one while i was there um but suicides yeah we actually actually got sued by an inmate that i cut down trying to hang himself for cutting him uh, down. Well, I cut him down. He was passed out, and he was hanging from the his cell door towards the inside of his cell. And I cut the the sheet that he was hanging with, and of course he's unconscious, so his face bounces off the concrete, and it it broke part of his cheekbone, and uh, he sued me. I mean, it didn't Jesus. go anywhere. It got thrown out. But <laughs> I mean, but this is our country mm-hmm. that we live in. Yeah, he sued me. Sued me for breaking his cheekbone. Yeah, wow. I. It's it's insane the 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 kind of laws that are like the fact that somebody can sue you for cutting them down when they're killing themselves. The fact that we're providing no cash bail for second degree murder. Um, yeah. like this is this is where it's headed. <laughs> well, you said you said violent. There's there's one that really sticks out to me, and it wasn't even super violent it was just something i'd never seen before um you guys know what a lock in a sock is right sure you know yeah, yeah. it's the more violent version of a blanket party yeah so uh we're in the chow hall and this is actually the last day before on my first round at the first facility before i go to my next facility um inmate has this lock in a sock in his hoodie pocket pulls it out and goes to hitting another inmate in the top of the head where do you get the lock uh, they're they're issued locks for their lockers. Mother, okay, go ahead. Right. <laughs> so, it's him enough before we could get across the chow hall. The dude had a fracture in the top of his head where you can see inside the skull separated, like broken. Oh, and wow. so lacerated his scalp, yeah. and you could see the cracked skull. Did you see his brain? 
Yeah. Nice. I did not. That's cool. Allegedly, allegedly they said when he got down to uh, medical that they could while they were waiting on the ambulance. Mm-hmm. Um, what I remember about the situation was that his skull cracked and it smelled like shit. And I thought oh, he was a shithead. Yeah. So for <laughs> years, I thought that's what it was. And somebody finally, uh, a firefighter buddy of mine, were talking about it. And he's like, yeah, man, brain matter doesn't smell bad. Like, and I was, I, I, for years, I thought that's what had happened. And I probably shit himself. Talked, yeah. Went and talked to the yeah. guy I was with. And I was like, man, you remember this, right? Like, you smell like shit. He goes, yeah, dude, he shit himself. Yeah. You notice when we carried him down to medical, and I was like, "Yeah, he he, they fucked him up good if he shit himself." Oh yeah, he shit himself. It was bad. Um, That was probably the most like just sheer violence out of nowhere, right? Which I'm I'm sure there was something going on, but well, and I mean, so I again, I have I have friends that are on LA Sheriff, and I know uh, one of the guys, uh, and I I won't say his name or where it happened or anything, but. his his partner was in a cell and a gang member attacked him and was choking him out and so he comes running in and just freaking brains him with the flashlight with the butt end of the flashlight and caves in his skull because deadly force is deadly force right if this guy's mm-hmm. killing your partner you got to do what you got to do and you know sometimes if you got to come off the top rope with a streamlight sl20 you know what happens happens but the idea that that's a necessity, right? That's like justifiable force. But this is a dude coming off the top rope with a lock and a sock. And do you, did you find out what the beef was? Uh, no, we're assuming uh, that it was it was something gang related because it was it was two known gang members. Um, other than that, I really don't know because they wow. like. They're not going to talk to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They police their own. Right. Now, so, did you guys have? Um, did you get? Did either one of your facilities have a death row? No. Um, okay. There was at one point a death row in a different facility. I can't remember exactly which one. Um, but no, we never had it. I'm curious because it's been in the news lately that Alabama is under a lawsuit for um, their their new method of execution that's on the books is nitrogen hypoxia. Yeah, I saw that. And yeah. so they're going to they're going to um, force somebody to breathe only nitrogen instead uh-huh. of oxygen and just suffocate them. And basically they'll they'll basically get high and go to sleep and they, they'll they'll get loopy and pass out. Because I, I don't think it produces the same suffocation panic. Like you breathe it and you your body is tricked into thinking it's getting oxygen, but it's not. And it's like uh, like nitrous oxide, only without the oxide. <laughs> <laughs> so what like, the fuck? Yeah. So I just I just found that interesting. So, so that's, but now so you you left corrections. Um, it sounds like you didn't like you had enough, right? That, uh. It was honestly a combination of like I couldn't afford, couldn't afford to live on super shitty wages and. Uh, yeah, that thirteen bucks an hour—that's shocking. Yeah, even when I left, like almost four years later, uh, I think I was making thirteen sixty-five. Whoa! Time out! Time out. Whoa, four whoa, whoa! Years. You got like a like, sense like, increase. Yeah, 
<laughs> like there's no like like I was thinking you were going to tell me you were making like 17 bucks an hour because it had been four years a dollar a year you got up to 17 <laughs> no they they are starting out like they they got a huge raise here recently I think they're starting out at like 18 bucks an hour now so it's you know, would it's you go bad. back you know I, I think about it a lot <laughs> uh, but for the benefits and the pay difference I just couldn't. Yeah. In 20 so, years, so it'll we, be completely different. Yeah, for sure. So we can talk about a little bit without giving away too much about how what sure. you did decide to go. You went federal. Yep. Okay. And you can say who you work for. We won't say where, but you you can say who you work for, right? Yeah. Yeah. I work for TSA. Yeah. Well, if it's TSA, dude. <laughs> right? They yeah, can touch you, any you part no of your body they want. Many, you have no idea how many times I have seen that t-shirt. Oh and my God. every guy that wears it thinks he is the funniest you, dude in the world. Can you tell me? Well, look, dude, I get my nuts touched every fucking time. I get singled out for a secondary search every fucking time. I'm like, really? Why? What is it? What is with me that makes you want to fucking single me out every time? You look I like fly? a short, crazy terrorist. Dude, I'm like, what the fuck? I at first I was like, oh, it's because I had shoulder surgery. Then I took the fucking brace off, and then I went flu again. And next thing I know, fucking secondary. I'm like, bro, I've never been. What the knock fuck? On wood, I've never been single. So are you are you talking like you go through the metal detector and it alerts? I'm talking about full blown. No, I'm talking about full blown. Like, let's touch your fucking nuts and right, let's, let's pat what, you what, down and and rip everything out of you. You go through first. Do you do the machine where you stand, put your arms over your head? Well, that's that's standard now. Right, right. So some airports it is, some airports it's not. Okay, uh, so I can tell you, I, I'm the guy, and I'll, I'll say this just to stick a finger in Chuck's eye. Uh, I'm the guy that not only is it like, hey, stand in the machine and, and move on through, but I'm the guy they're like, oh, sir, if you would like to go through pre-check, you're allowed. Yeah. Like, so, I, you're super white. <laughs> like, I just, I, I, do, I just look the least like a freaking terrorist on the planet, I guess, because they're like, oh, sir, you can get on the plane. Oh, no, the bomb, it's fine. You I mean, know, it's because I look like a fucking proly. Like I look you like, do. like an no, asshole. You look like you look. You so have just, a bit of a Middle Eastern look with the beard. Like just to throw this out man. there, because it is public knowledge. Uh, you guys were both military, yeah? No, Chuck. I was military. Yeah, you were. Okay, so I was. You can take your uh, your DOD number, right? Or like the number that was on your cat card. Wait, pay attention, veterans. Here's some inside dope. And, what uh, is that? Like, I don't know the fucking number. Here we go. Ready? Like, Public well, information <laughs> that nobody knows. Ready? In 10 years. Go get your you DOT number. It. Okay, go it ahead. Maybe on your... Uh, DD214. I, I don't know, but for, for, especially for active duty. Okay. Take that number. Go to Which the number TSA, is it again? The DOD number? Uh, the number on their cat card or their DOD number. Some, like some serial number? Like, some identifying number. Yeah, serial number. Okay. Yeah. So take that. Go to the TSA pre-check website and you can sign up for pre-check and you get it like automatically even oh. vets though yeah even vets fuck yeah dude i was gonna have to sit through that fucking line of blood deuces motherfucker <laughs> you can uh, sit on the other side, the side drinking side, a fucking dude. mai tai at the hotel bar <laughs> waving uh, at her like oh uh, yeah no like should have joined the army <laughs> marine corps i i'm that her not you you oh. were in the marine corps she should yeah. no, so before doing a bit, she before, your wife would never have made it as a marine I don't know. She's an asshole. Oh, yeah, but that's not a prerequisite. Like, she's got to be tough and an asshole. She's not tough. Right. That's all I'm saying. Air I love Force. your wife. I love your she wife. She's an asshole You're, in the Air Force. Uh, she could have totally been an asshole in the Navy. Oh, 
your wife would have told yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I could, yeah. I could see Navy. Yeah. I could see Navy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. okay. For sure. um, and I, so I, every... don't get me wrong. Rachel, I love you, but you're not Marine Corps material. Like, no reason to listen to this shit. <laughs> no need to smile. <laughs> like, fuck it. So every time before, I would, before they had that stupid shit and before they would scan you and you'd come in, I would just go through, I'd sign up and I'd walk through the security and they're like, sir, come over here. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and at first I was like, okay, why are you doing this every single time? Get off the plane. Dude, fucking TSA is waiting for me. Hey, come with me. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, they thought I had something on my, because I had this big ass surgery on my, on my shoulder. I had this wedge. They for sure thought I was carrying some fucking type of bomb or D4 something because i was like friggin- i can't take it off they're yeah. like can you take it off i said no i'm not fucking taking it off i just had fucking surgery it hurts i haven't even started physical therapy yet fuck you you're not i'm not taking my sling off and they're like i need to take it off i was like it ain't coming the fuck off but and i was like i'm trying to just go home get the drug dog get the I'm fucking angry. bomb dog <laughs> i was like dude do whatever you gotta do so they're fucking they test it okay no narcotics no drugs i'm like good yeah i mean there's dope on me because obviously i have a prescription yada yada long story short every time boom 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 i kind of got that and then i flew without it same shit not as intense but i'd walk through hey we need you to come over to secondary and that was before anything would hit because i didn't have any metal in my body i now have metal in my body oh yeah now now i go off fucked. so they always so, go and they're like hey what is it and i'm like this is what it is but then they fucking get it handful of nuts i'm like you know what it is you see it's on the x-ray there ain't nothing in my boss stop touching me there dude yeah, and i so, yell at him i'm like yeah get deeper yeah don't be afraid grab a handful like i'm i get loud so yeah. uh i'm sure they become that guy the machine doesn't it scans a normal body type and it's not a real normal body type it's whatever mm-hmm. they programmed it as you say so you're outside of normal <laughs> um it, it will alert so what the fuck a little bit bigger than normal, a little bit smaller than normal. It's going off. Oh, I'm a lot bigger than normal. So, so I'm like average, right? I'm average height, average weight. I'm just average. So like, I make it right. With the a fucking halo. Like, do you, okay. Do people really look naked on it? No, absolutely not. There's okay, no, I, there's no video, like no picture, no video. It's literally just a silhouette and it's not even your silhouette. It's a like a standard male silhouette. And right. it just gives you a red box around where you're going to pat that. Like there's All definitely right. something in the All neck right. area. Definitely. <laughs> Chuck Chuck just always gets the red mark on his crotch. So don't know why. what is let's let's talk about let's talk about the contrast between the shit you found in jail versus Yo, the shit okay, you found is, in TSA. Because this is going to be interesting. It's actually freaking crazy because so I actually when I first started, my supervisor hated me because of the stuff I found. What? Well, I, why? I, like that's your whole fucking job. <laughs> Well, how dare I, you find a gun? I searched the way, um, the, the way correction searches. Oh, um, oh shit! Yeah, okay. Well, now I get it. I'm starting to. He, they they want so, you to do the TSA search, and you're like, no, this is the prison search, motherfucker. Yeah. So I went through. Uh, I went through bags, like I was tearing apart a cell. Mm. And because of that, I found. So the first time that they got a little mad at me, I found like. An ounce and a half of weed, um, which normally for weed will make a notification to the police and then just they'll deal with it. This one, we actually had to do a lot of paperwork and go pull the guy off the plane and he got arrested. It was a bad day. So wait a minute. Does that mean that the TSA's kind of philosophy is, dude, if it's just if it's just a little fucking dime bag, we don't care. Just fucking get him through. I, don't answer it. Don't answer it. Don't answer yeah. it. I don't I want you to get you in trouble. I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying that that's what I'm hearing. What I'm hearing is that like they're not interested in personal use. They're interested in smuggling. And what I'm what I'm saying, and, and you're not saying it. I'm saying it. You're not yeah, saying I'm it. Not saying shit. You're saying the TSA gives a shit and they want all that shit. Yeah, gone. I mean, I every time I find it, I, I do the report. We we pull that shit. So right. yeah. Now so what you could do Will you could is saying weed. that the TSA hates that shit, and that's you can their break official it stand. down in rice paper, right? Break it down, wet the other side so it seals it in, and now you can form it to an object, right? Right. And Dude, then you can you can put it in stuff. there. Oh, artful then, concealment uh, makes it a felony. Yep. Art. Oh, that's a that's a that's an actual phrase. Don't decoupage your fucking pot. Artful concealment. Is that, that a legit that, like legal phrase? Yeah, you're actually trying really? to conceal something. Fuck, dude. Fuck, and wow. uh, you know, I you don't just know, throw it in there in a sock or something. I may have committed phrase. a felony getting on a cruise. Oh, nah, see, that's <laughs> it was wine it was wine you can conceal like alcohol or whatever but no so uh so the second time and this is the one that's kind of funny i found so i'm in the checked bags area there's not even a passenger around this bag gets designated for a search i just start searching it and it's got you know those those big like supplement pill bottles yeah yeah so i picked this thing up and it's way heavier than it should be and i was like Okay, that's that feels off, and I start shaking it. It it feels like it's full of salt. Okay. So I unscrew the top. I look down. I see crystals. So okay. I was like, "Cool." Make the call to the supervisor, and I was like, "Hey, I just found meth." And they're like, "Nah, no, you didn't." They come down, and my supervisor pulls up a picture of meth on the internet. No fucking goes, way! Wow, what a goes, fucking dork! No, that's not meth. And I said, "I promise you." That crystal that smells like cat piss. Yeah, is cat piss, hundred percent. It's meth. She goes, well, yeah, this, never smelled this it. Is, she yeah, goes, it this like stuff is my nose is crystal, And the stuff you found is yellowish. And I go, yeah, that, that's because uh, this shit is dirty, and the shit you found is pure. But you didn't, she, she you didn't find saw. shit. She looked it up on the internet, and <laughs> right. she looked at a fucking DEA lab bad. photo. <laughs> like she's all, it's uh, I've seen Breaking Bad. Meth is blue. Okay. <laughs> What a fucking dude! I've seen fucking some crazy crystals. Dorkfish, right? Okay, uh, dude. Meth can look like uh fucking brown sugar. Yeah. Meth right. can look like it can be the color of peanut butter. It can be. It can look like fucking rock candy. It can. I I've seen pink meth. Yep. Right, because they didn't wash out enough of the Sudafed. Like, it, there's fucking dumb shit. Oh my god. Ninety okay. percent of the time, it's white. Like, like yeah. a yeah, opaque. It's, it's a, or it's, a clear it looks white, like rock candy. Like, Looks like exactly. rock candy. Most of the time yeah. it looks good, but there Most are the, the chances time. it's different. But colors. It can be dirty as fuck. So Brown, do, do you guys have presumptives? Do you have presumptive test kits? Uh we don't, but the uh, airport PD does. Yeah, okay. You call the airport PD, so, right? Yeah, 100 percent Yeah, so that's arguing, my boy. She's arguing with me about it, and I was like, Hey, just call PD. Just have him come down and test it. And she goes, mm-hmm. You know, you're wasting my time. I was like, This dude's probably about to board his flight. We just found, you know. A giant container that I promise you is meth. She did. She asked me, "How do you know it's meth?" And I just looked at her and I was like, "Do you want? Do you want a real answer? I mean, I've never done it, but you're like, I'm a big boy. Clearly, I've never done it, but I worked I've in a correctional seen, facility and I've seen, and I've seen it. it." And she's like, "Oh, okay." And I, I looked at the other supervisor down there. I was like, "Hey, man, call call PD. Calls PD down. PD takes the the presumptive kit, drops it in, drops the solution in. I mean, it was an instantaneous pop, change. pop, shit." Wait, so why are you going through people's bags when they're not even near where you're at? 
So your checked bags, if something goes through and it looks weird for the x-ray, it has to be checked. Oh, so you that's just why have you ever have shit. you ever gone through? Have you ever gone through and in, in your check bag you find that little note? Yes, that, it says, Hey, we looked at your bag. You're yeah, good. You your bag. That's what I was doing. Okay. God, I've had it one time and I was like, huh, weird. Yeah, yeah your bags are less suspicious than your dick. body is, you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you fucked my zippers up. I was like, bro, I had to go buy a whole new fucking suitcase. I was like, thanks, man. Have well, you they, ever like they strapped you ever... to a strapped the fucking straps to it because they broke it and they're like, well, well fuck it. Here we go. <laughs> so so the PD came and tested it and you shoved that oh, fucking yeah. meth up her ass? What? I mean, you respectfully told your supervisor <laughs> she was incorrect. Yeah, no, she was she did not talk to me the rest of the shift. <gasps> Docker. Uh, she said, "Go do the paperwork." So I spent the rest of my shift doing paperwork. Mm, she was uh, big what mad. A, what a oh, turd, yeah, she, man! She was big mad. I, I was gonna say what our nickname for her, but I really don't. No, 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 no. Tell no. us, tell us off the air. Yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on. Ready? Hold on, hold on. Percent. Okay, now we know what it is, and y'all don't. Well. I've worked with a lot of people that are like that. You know where. They want to be the best cop or, you know, whatever, you know, they hate TSA is. They want to be the best yeah. of the best oh, yeah. and be like, I'm a, you know, and nobody knows more than I do. I've worked with a couple of females that were like that. And I'm like, dude, what the I work with wrong with you? Just be humble, bro. Just be humble. I have, it's Just not humble. that I haven't worked with males that are like, I'm, I've worked with males that are like that. I have too. But oh, dude, when you I consider the number of males I've worked with, with the number of females that I've worked with, and you consider the percentage of males that have acted like that versus the percentage of females that have acted like that, there is a higher per capita number of females that have acted like that. And I'm not saying it's gender. I'm just saying. For mine, it's been 50-50 with females because I've worked with a lot of solid females that were fucking Oh, no, I've worked with solid females. I'm just saying I've worked with the, some some ticky-tacky bullshit artists. One, one, one sergeant I worked with, like if you were on her shift, you could accidentally shoot a toddler and she would defend you to the chief because you were on her shift and she was supervising you. However, if you were not on her shift, you oh. fucking polish your boots wrong and she'll write you up. Check this shit out. I was, I had a supervisor who, by the way, fucking hated me still does to this day. And she was the complaint supervisor. Did she work for TSA? Point. <laughs> no, she was a complaint fucking supervisor and she's handling my complaints. And I'm like, this has to be like a conflict of interest. Like she fucking hates me. She, right. I have, I have, re I didn't record her, but I have her verbatim statements signed off by other people when she would talk shit to me eating lunch. Right. And I would be like, did you guys all hear that? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say it this day, this time you guys all heard that because I'm living yeah. this like that song. She fucking, fucking hates me. Dude, she hated me. And then one time me and my partner are working and we handled uh, this, this fucking uh, bullshit at a fucking convenience store, right? Like a 99 cent store. And long story short, she's like, that's a hate crime. We're like, that's not a hate crime. He was a suspect. He's fucking mad that he got in trouble, that he right. struck someone. What, did we, what we have here is not a hate crime. She's like, it's a fucking hate crime. And she fucked with us all day until we got a hold of this guy again. It was a hate, him crime. Into a hate crime. Then we completed a hate she crime report. You. That was the hate crime. <laughs> She had to call the chief of police, let the chief of police know. And she's like, you guys are in so much deep shit. Long story short, she was in deep shit. Detective got it. Detective walked downstairs. Detective went, what the fuck is this? Detective goes, mm. not a hate crime. What they said first, 
was correct. In their original report, that is the truth. That is exactly what fucking happened. I talked to everybody. I went through it. What you have here is not a fucking hate crime. You trumped it up because of your personal beliefs. And she was coming at us like, your personal beliefs because you're both Republicans. You're Trump supporters. Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, no, dude, no. That's not, no, 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 no. You're, you're bringing your personal bias in it. No, fuck you. No, I'm not, dude. No, I'm not. And Chuck's getting some therapy he, right now. Anyways, you got told, <laughs> she got put in her place. We were right. She was wrong in your face. Boom. And well, that's, close to that's, that you're way more time. angry than the friggin' than he, you shoved that in her face harder than he shoved the meth in his supervisor's face. Yeah. Well, I could go harder. So on you were, just, you've been holding on to that one for a while, man. He has. Well, he's been, he's, he's been off work for a long fucking time. And so he hasn't been able to go back and tell her to fuck off. Oh, I was I was waiting to. I have like, <laughs> right. notes written yeah. down in my right. phone for, for sure. complaint. Well, so, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say, thankfully, I now outrank her. My oh, fuck yeah. Oh, so it's it's and it's I'm because not you found that meth, huh? Yeah, no. Uh, I'm actually at a different location now. Hmm. I don't have to deal with her anymore. Um, no, if I were you, now that you outrank her, I would go back. <laughs> go back. You're like, what's up, uh, no, bitch? No, I like uh, I like the scenery better. Yeah, I mean, sure you do. But so so in in those movies and shit, when you see a TSA agent pull a fucking giant dildo out of your bag and embarrass you in front of everybody online, do you guys do that? Does that happen? I'm not saying you did it. Okay, let's put so, it this way. Have you seen it happen on accident? On purpose. I've on accident. On accident. <laughs> on accident. Wait, on purpose. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> when when they pull the giant dildo out of your bag and be like, what is this? Yes. So uh, the way those show up on X-ray, uh huh. If you Sword. think about it, right? An organic mass, right? With electric components in it. Oh, it's a fucking bomb! You're trying to scope. Is this a bomb? Yeah, I was gonna say. Look what else. Look the what else bomb. is an organic mass with electric components. In yeah, it. I mean silicone and plastique wires, right. wires, batteries, batteries, circuitry, circuitry. The right. only difference yeah. is silicone versus plastique is what we're saying. It's a dick bomb. So, uh, no, no. Most of the time, if you've been there long enough, you know exactly what it is. You're not going to call it. You're not going to pull it out. Unless you're trying to fuck with the new guy and then you mark it specifically so he has to take it out and test yeah, it. Yeah, there's that. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying that ever was done. Just saying. No, it, no. But it could have happened at some point, theoretically. Somewhere. Right. Like we 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 would always like we'd say found the flashlights and the flashlights was code for I found the doper stash of dildos. When we'd serve search warrants, you'd inevitably serving dope search warrants. Chuck, you know this. You serve a dope search warrant. You're going to find a, 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 at least a drinking cup or a, a, a subway or 7-Eleven commemorative cup full of rocks because fucking dopers are weird about collecting oh. rocks. Or, and then, or or parts to um like components to electrical you're components. gonna find electrical components because they take yeah, shit apart like in the middle of the night and, and they don't know how to put it back together but they think it's useful and they're like i'm gonna fucking save this and then you find their dildo collection and inevitably it's a fucking collection <laughs> bro it's <laughs> like, one of the best collections like, i've seen like i have <laughs> like star wars <laughs> action figure level collectibles right and inevitably <laughs> it's, it's so we had guys that they'd, their flashlight would run out of batteries and be like, oh, you need a new flashlight? And they'd be like, yeah. And he'd toss them a dildo <laughs> instead of a flashlight and they'd grab that. And they'd be like, oh, you fucker. You know, so that was like you found their flashlights. But you, know, you, you got to fuck with people like that. So I, I found a gun. They'd be like, what? You found a what? gun? I'm like, come yeah, check this bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open it. <laughs> yeah. So 
my my question, and this is less of a of a job question and more of a personal academic question, is who the fuck is gonna be going on vacation so desperately needs to take their own vibrator? It happens so much more than you right? Would think. Right. That, but that, see, that's that's why I wanted to ask. And this is honestly why I wanted to ask this question, because you see it in movies like, oh, my God, somebody took their dildo on vacation and TSA pulled it out of their bag and embarrassed them at the airport. You see that gag all the time. Right. But I wanted to know if that genuinely happened, because when I see that in a film or a TV show, my mind instantly goes. Who the fuck takes their dildo on vacation? So right. so normally there's two types of people that have them. There's the, the, the lesbian couple that has it. Okay. Oh, okay. And they, you know, whatever. The ones that are actually funny are the ones that, and the most often that happens is it was somebody's buddies fucking with him. And you can yes. always tell because they're standing back at the beginning of the security line laughing their asses off. Yes. And it's kind of like when you send would, the care package to basic training full of dildos. Yeah, yeah I would say that's probably like 60% of them. Yeah. Probably just somebody getting messed with. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, good. Good to know. That makes sense. Hmm. Well, this is, I seriously, I love the fact that we, we were talking about being a correction officer and that's cool. And, and I dig it, but I kind of have just been more fascinated by the TSA shit because those people like, let's face it. You're at the airport. They're at the airport. They got a job to do. You got a plane to catch. Like nobody wants to fucking get into it with you guys. Right. right. And I try to be as nice to the T first of all, uh, public service announcement be as fucking nice to the tsa agents as you possibly can because all they deal with is it's like being on one long traffic stop for eight hours right i'm gonna i'm gonna say 100 if if you're nice you're gonna get through a lot easier and a lot faster and if you're a dick you're going to have to deal with some shitty attitudes. Or if you're not, if you're wearing a t-shirt that says if not, it's not gay, if, if it's TSA. It's TSA. <laughs> I mean, we're pretty, we're pretty at this point. So, you know, do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> you do you, boo. But seriously, like, imagine just one long line of people that are irritated that you stopped them. It's literally like being on a 12 to eight to two. Are you eight hour shifts or 12 hour shifts? Uh, I'm well, when I was on the floor, I was 10 hour shifts. Okay. So it is a 10 hour traffic stop with one lunch break and two 15 minute smoke breaks yeah. cut in there. Like well, that sucks. I, I, that sucks, bro. That sucks. I can't, I can't even imagine like I'm, I'm my, now I feel even worse for TSA agents so because I could go good TSA and like run a dog. I'd be cool with that. Like I'd, I'd work for TSA if they allowed me to run a dog. So dog handlers, I believe you had to handle one for the military or the police. Uh, so you have to have prior prior training yeah, experience. You, Fuck you. TSA. <laughs> Dude, no, but I, that, I know, they don't have to train I know you. dogs just as good as these fucking handlers, man. Like our guys, man. The only way to get into the explosives field is on our side is if you did were, ID stuff. Right. If you uh, if you worked on a bomb squad, if you were yeah. ID, you know, uh what, what do they call it? Uh, yeah. EOD. EOD. Well, not going to the fucking TSA, I tell you what. <laughs> Although you could go to an airport police department. 
I could not. Nothing that. Uh, so if I get medically retired, I can't do anything that has. Well, no, um, no. I mean, I no. If you get medically thing. retired, you're fucked, and you can't get do any of that shit. But no, it's desk job for here on out. Exactly for sure, for sure. I you hey. could be a DA investigator. That won't. You could do that. <laughs> I love the look on your face. Like no, I don't know. We do have desk jobs. You could be a trainer. I don't know if I'd want to train, but here, can you just start as a trainer? Um, if you have prior experience, technically, yeah. Oh, I've prior got over 10 years of experience like what? as a cop. So. Uh, I mean, prior experience in some sort of training. Oh. I think it's, you have to have I like train people all the time, dude. Yeah, Field training I train officer. fucking P2s and P3s. Yeah. I yeah, mean, police officers and trainers, training officers. Yeah. Where do I work? Dude, that's crazy to me. Like, they would train you, they would they would let you be a trainer when you've never worked the floor. It's technically possible. Wow. But it's not common. I've trained a lot of fucking people. Okay. Yeah. There you go. That makes sense. Okay. Well, I think, uh, I think that one, maybe that wasn't. Well, will we appreciate you coming on here and talking about some of your crazy stories. It's been fun. And um, as yeah. always, we give our guests a chance to dedicate their episode to uh, who, whomever they would like fallen brother, sister uh, that, that, uh, they want to recognize on uh, this on the episode where they're telling their story, sharing their story. And I understand, uh, according to Chuck, you have somebody you would like to dedicate this episode to. I do. Um, guy I grew up with. His name was Officer Christopher Ryan Morton. Um, let me make sure I don't get this date wrong. He was uh, killed in the line of duty March 6, 2018. Um, he got called out for uh, noise that uh, somebody called, screamed in the phone, hung up. They got dispatched out to a house that turned out to be the wrong house, like 15 miles away. Just so happened to be a guy that was on out on parole for weapons charges. And he opened fire, uh, wounded three officers, and uh, ultimately killed Officer Morton. Ugh. That's horrible. And, 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 and you wonder if, uh, the purge law in Illinois or Prop 47 is a good idea. And I'm here to tell you it isn't. Because shit like this happens. Ugh. Well, that's bad. Rest easy, brother. We got it from here. Um, but Will, I appreciate you coming on. And those are some, some good stories you've got there. Uh, and I'm sure it just gets crazier from there, especially at TSA. Like, I am sure it gets crazier from there. Yeah, I've got I've got quite a few stories there. If you guys ever wait, what's a wait, give us give us the fastest one you can. Uh, fa- okay, so it's a crossover story. Like my first week on the floor, I uh, I got in trouble because in my head I was still in uh, in prison. Uh huh. And dude walks by me and he's sagging, like basically to his knees. And I turned around without you know without even thinking about it, just real quick. Hey, pull your fucking pants up, you ass. <gasps> you did not say that. 100%. <laughs> and every person that I work with near me just gasps, stares at me. Oh, fuck. Fuck, <laughs> wrong job. Did you get written up? <laughs> oh, yeah. I apologize to the guy profusely. I was like, man, I'm so sorry. Yeah, they wrote me up for Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? And he pulls pants up? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I respect you, brother. I respect you, brother. That's you guys, hilarious. That's oh fuck. Do you think fuck around this place? <laughs> I, I just See, use that prison, man. I'm gonna tell you right now. Jesus. I 
I am totally down with the TSA that is allowed to tell fucking people getting on the airplane to pull up their fucking pants. I'm down. I'm yeah, with I mean, it. it would definitely be a cool better world. Cool with it. Totally yeah. cool with it. I, I now know why TSA TSAs have, you know, like for flying a few times, the TSA got chips on their shoulders because there are some fucking asshole flyers that are complete dicks. When I flew oh, yeah. up to see you. Yeah. And, and John. Yeah, we were getting ready to get on and they were allowing me to get on because I had a fuzzle fucking my fucked up knee and shit. And I was on crutches. But there was a chick. And I think I said it before. She she had a wheelchair. She was getting ready to go play a major basketball tournament. She was uh, in the Special Olympics. Like she was a basketball player for the Special Olympics. Right. USA team. Wheelchair basketball. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And this guy was cutting her off, jumped to the front line. Like, I need to get on now. I need to get on now. And I was like. Did you have special fucking boarding if anyone's getting on? He's getting on because right. at you Salt Lake City in Utah, or I think it was Salt Lake, you have to get onto a tram from the tram like a bus, and then from the bus they take you to the plane um from where the terminal is. And I was like, Oh fuck no, dude, cop voice coming out. And I <laughs> yelled at him from yeah. behind. Attaboy. And he stopped, he looked at me, and I said, Listen, Dick, I was like, if anyone's getting on that plane first, it's gonna be her, not me, not you, her. She's the one that needs extra time, she's the one that has a wheelchair, she's the one that has all this extra shit, not you. Get back there. I don't care who you are, what first class you are, get behind because she's getting on first. And he was like, oh, and just turn around and like walk in my head. Like, in my head, everybody in the fucking terminal gave you the slow clap. Oh, they as soon as <laughs> like, I got done, they were like, thank you very much. That guy's yes, an asshole. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fuck that guy. He's an asshole. All right. Yeah. Well, Will, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it, man. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's always, yeah, of course, it's always good times. Chuck. What do you have yeah, for us? So uh, thank you all today for listening. Right before before I get this started, look, we're still working on the shirts. The, we're, we've got- We're waiting to get them. They're on their way. The tank tops ordered and everything. It's a bit of a supply chain issue. Um, get, it's going to get hammered out this week. Okay. The Should hats we switch will them be to long out. sleeves? I don't know if we can. I think we're going to be <laughs> fucking tank tops, dude. So know, we are right? fucked up. Uh, sorry, we apologize. Um, if I can switch them to shirts, I will. If not, hey, you got something cool for spring? coming up you know I'll who knows we might not bit. get them until spring at this rate fuck okay they're gonna be cool whatever <laughs> if i can switch they to are cool. shirts i will i do know that they've already been ordered so chances of switching are very slim done so they're most likely tank tops we're still working on the hats that's got to get taken care of bunch of moving parts apologies in advance also if you're listening to the show you bought that Whoopi. I already wrote you. I am very sorry. It will get to you. I had back surgery. I don't know if you read the message. I'm getting it out ASAP. I promise. Yeah. If anybody else orders, I'm slow at this a little bit right now, just because I'm dealing with a newborn back yeah, surgery. So newborn and back surgery. You're a one man operation. Got me some slack. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you all today for listening. If you like today's podcast, please go follow us on our Instagram at war underscore stories underscore official and our Facebook at war stories podcast. If you already follow us and share our post and our info, you can also go to the link in our bio on Instagram and Facebook to reach all of our socials, our media and our website. Our podcast is on all major podcasting platforms as well as on our YouTube. If you want to support us, please go to our website at www.warstoriesofficial.com. Grab some gear. As you know, we have Wobby hoodie shirts, patches, and stickers. Um, we'll be doing uh, that uh, tank top and hat. So we're trying to get that done as fast as possible. Um, if you want to be featured on our show or think you have a story or want to share your story, please go to booking.warstories.gmail.com and send me your story and I can get you booked. We are looking for law enforcement, corrections, dispatchers, fire, medics, and veterans, and TSA now. So if yeah. any feds want to come on, if any feds want to come on. Oh, dude, feds don't want to come guess. on the show. They get in trouble. 
<laughs> and any FBI boys want to come on, please. No, I want to hear some shit. No, we don't want uh, retired FBI. We had we had retired, retired ATF. He was all good. Want to share some like fucked up stories or some crazy rat, stuff? Yeah. Like, let yeah. let's do it. Um, y'all know what um, I think but, uh, FBI stands for. If you want to be featured on our show? Please go to booking warstories at gmail.com and send me your story and i can get you booked we are looking for all that what i just said um i completely got sidetracked uh, if you have a friend who wants to be uh featured on the show or you think yeah, nominate a great them. fit let them know about us and give them our booking email again that's booking.warstories at gmail.com thank you for the support and stay safe or go to the link in the bio and click that and if you've already been featured please re- reach out to me, we already have one person going to come back on. Yeah, reach back out. So if you are listening to this and you're like, "Oh, maybe I'll come back on," or maybe, maybe you will come on, reach out, click that link in our bio, booking.warsters@gmail.com. That's the email. Talk to you soon. Stay safe. And uh, I, I want to add to that um, that uh, if you if you're frustrated with the Whoopi hoodie situation with Chuck's back surgery and his brand new baby, email us that you're frustrated that it's taking so long. And then tell us what your social media handle is on Instagram or uh, whatever. And we'll send you a personal message. <laughs> we'll send you a personal video message. <laughs> and, and a Hello. nice, hi, how are you? Um, I got my... Actually, you know what we should do? We should, we should start right that. We should start that as a service check. Like like the locker room. Like If somebody wants to, they can, they can have us like roast them on the locker room and we'll send them a video message. We'll post a video message on locker room and we'll just have all the, the four of us just roast, roast people. Okay. I mean, mine get my roast might get a little bit mean, but uh, yeah, well, that's fun. the point. If you, right. If you want us to, like, let's face it. If you're, if you're asking us to roast you, you know, what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be all four of us. You just get one of us. You get to pick and then the rest of us just react. You get one person to roast you. So, I mean, Will, thank you, you for coming, man. Money. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you can pay for all four, and then it's all good. We're horse. We'll do whatever. Uh, no, thank you, thank you for coming on the show, man. And uh, appreciate the stories. And uh, we'll have you back anytime you want. Thanks, guys. All right. Until hey, our next episode. Until our next episode, come home with your shield or honor. <laughs>